Welcome, beautiful you, to Girl on Her Moon, the podcast. My name is Jordan and I invite you to join us as we connect, share our experience and become one for a moment. From topics like self-worth, creativity, expression, intuition and soul, to astrology, numerology, tarot, energetics and more. And then the topics that are undefinable and ungraspable. Exploring what it means to be alive, to be rooted in both our divinity and humanness, and returning to the space where they are one. Thank you for being on this journey with us. Hello, lovely you. Welcome to this new episode. Thank you so much for being here. By the looks of my note, this may be a bit of a long one, but we'll see. Um... And I intend, as always, that you receive what is for you and the rest can simply flow out into the cosmos, down into the earth. It might not be all for you, what we explore today, and that's absolutely okay. So we're going to play in the energies of Pluto in Aquarius, as it is a really powerful and significant transit and one that we're going to be dancing within or we're already dancing within for about 20 years. So it's worth looking at. But before we get into the specifics, I did want to start with, if it ever feels overwhelming to hear about or to look to or to track astrological movement, you know, there's a full moon every month that stirs and pulls the inner tides. There's almost always a retrograde or there's these big movements like like this one being spoken of everywhere. If that ever feels overwhelming, please just take this as a permission slip, which already exists within you, just that that you don't need to come into it with the mind. Not always. Maybe you want to sometimes, maybe you won't want to at all, but you don't need to track. You don't need to be on top of, you don't need to understand even um, the astrological movements to be engaging with it, to be receiving the medicine of it. Gravity exists and we exist within gravity. Whether we're aware of it or understand it mentally or not, there is always movement happening in our skies. There is always movements and shifts happening within the earth. And our bodies are always in their own cycles too. Whether or not we're tracking these things, we're in a dance with them. They're massaging into us their magic. They're bringing transformation, growth, beauty, bliss, portals, and unearthing, whatever it might be. And in turn, as we become more of who we are, as we have more of our gorgeous and unique light in our bodies, and as we grow as who we are in the world, we in turn offer life, the cosmos, the earth, other people, everything in all of existence, more magic, beauty, and growth. The growth of who we are, or even The being and expression of who we are is medicine for all that is in existence, seen and unseen in this world. So there will be some movements that you choose to track, as in astrological movements. Some that you'll choose to understand more with the mental body so that you can then choose to bring more of it into your emotional, energetic and more dimensions of yourself intentionally. But there will be some transits where It's as simple as breathing into your body, feeling into what is present uniquely for you, where that's every single thing that's needed. And actually, that might just be the most powerful thing you could do in that moment. There are now over, according to 
Google, there are now over 8 billion people in this world. And so I think there are over 8 billion ways to relate to astrology. And there are over 8 billion unique messages within every single transit and movement that is happening within our cosmos. And so whenever you read a horoscope or listen to something like this or take a class, you will perceive it differently to any other person. And you will receive something different to every other person. So I always encourage, always, 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 coming into your own relationship with a transit, with a planet, with a zodiac, whatever it might be. And that is the intention behind and imbued into every class I create, into every episode like this and every article written or social media post shared. Breathe into your body and feel the spaciousness of the cosmos, the empty space between every star between every planet. It's over 99.999% space. Be there in this beautiful darkness, this emptiness, this spaciousness. Within you in this moment, within this space that you are attuning to, lives every planet, every zodiac, every asteroid, our sun, our moon, the earth. If you want to feel into Pluto a little bit more, if you want to understand your relationship with Pluto and Aquarius more, reach out to it, say hi to it, let it begin massaging into you or or washing through you. Simply with your intention, open a partnership, a collaboration. And whether it's in this moment or perhaps over the next coming months or even years or both, You will be uncovering and feeling Pluto more as you live in your life as you, especially holding this intention of openness and partnership with its wisdom. And so it's like whether through conversations, moments in silence, books, songs, your emotions, it's when you set these intentions that Pluto then in this example begins to appear in outside form in our lives and begins to speak to us internally through emotions, our body, dreams, or intuition. Or reach your awareness downwards. Bring your heart into the earth. Feel her rhythm. Bring your breath to match her breath. Come into your body and begin to see your body as an alive landscape, a living, breathing, sparkling treasure chest of information, because it is. This living, breathing chest of understanding, of guidance, purpose, wisdom, fears, emotions, it's all living within your body. Your body, which is this map. Pluto speaks through the body as much as Pluto speaks through the mind, a book, a class, or another person. And this is an important piece of astrology, I I believe. Relationship, relationship with it lived experience, collaboration, feeling, owning that you are your source of guidance with any information you take in from outside spaces and sources. Always remember that you have it all available within you too. And what you uncover is always going to be that little bit more aligned for you, for your energy, your seasons and your life. Learning through other sources, other people, classes, books, etc. 
is an incredible, absolutely beautiful and very powerful way to come into a deeper understanding Excuse me, of your own knowing, which is why I love sharing it. As long as we have that intention for those classes or people or books to act as pathways deeper into you, deeper into your connection with this wisdom, not as the destination, like not having the information shared by others as the destination, but to use that information as a doorway deeper into your own. So Pluto, our wise, catalyzing, empowering, enriching, and transformative Pluto. Pluto spends a lot of time in each sign, 15, 20, 30 years, depending on where it is in its cycle. So when it changes sign, it's a big deal. We're used to the moon shifting zodiacs as she does so every two and a half days. We're used to Mercury zipping through each sign as it does every month or so. But to have one movement every 12 to 30 years, which is the average movement of Pluto, that movement is going to be, well, much more profound, isn't it? It's going to crack so much more open. If roots have formed so deeply as they would over this amount of time, 20 years for example, when they move, when they shift, when they enter a new sign, the foundations of who we are as people in this world are getting completely rebuilt, both collectively and individually. They are cracking open for change. When the outer planets, being Uranus, Neptune and Pluto, move in our skies, it represents an entirely new era for us. So we're in a really interesting time. In March of last year, Pluto left Capricorn and entered Aquarius for the first time since the 1700s. In June of last year, due to a retrograde, Pluto then went backwards and re-entered Capricorn again. This year, 2024, you likely saw the excitement online. Um, Late January, Pluto once again entered Aquarius where it will remain until September. And then again, another retrograde comes along and it dips back into Capricorn for its final visit, where it will stay until November. And then November, uh, Pluto will re-enter Aquarius and will remain there until 2043. (laughs) So a long time. And you don't need to remember these dates or this timeline, but the reason I wanted to share it is to emphasize just how deeply and profoundly we are dancing with this very transformative and and change-filled movement over this time, where we're literally dancing upon this threshold. We are shifting back and forth in this preparation of an entirely new era, opening up to the old, closing up the, the what is ready to be finalized. And it was last month, And I know so many people were really feeling that shift last month, the 20th of January, when Pluto re-entered Aquarius, that a deeply, deeply impactful and transformative step of that dance was taken. A big shift, a big step. And I really wanted to um, share this episode closer to that date to offer this loving space and I guess supportive mirror to reflect some of those shifts that were we were experiencing over that week or so, perhaps even more different for all of us. But here we are now in February and actually 
this week, we have a lot of Pluto activation, so maybe it's perfect in its own way. So I'm recording this on the 13th of February on Tuesday, and today Mars is um, moving into Aquarius and, and coming into the same space in our cosmos where Pluto sits. So they're coming into this partnership or it could almost feel like Mars is entering the terrain or the underworld of Aquarius. And then later this week, we have Venus doing the same thing. And so we might find that this week in particular, everything Plutonian in nature is being brought to the surface again. So I hope this episode can be supportive with really riding those waves and opening up to the invitations of this very much, you know, the way that a Pluto um, activation or, you know, transit or just the energy in general often feels like to me is this very much this cracking open so that we can reach deeper within, so that we can touch deeper into the spaces, into our undercurrents, into the um, the less traveled parts of ourself. And so as Pluto mo- moves, excuse me, just like it did in on the 20th of January, as Pluto moves into a new sign, it stirs much from deep within. It stirs from within the unconscious. It awakens, it enlivens, it becomes activated by this new terrain that is Aquarius which is air or ether, which is consciousness. Aquarius is quick energy. Pluto stirs from deep within us and then Aquarius quickens this energy that perhaps hasn't been looked at in a little while, hasn't had our presence, attention, love or intimacy, hasn't seen the light of day in a while because it's been kind of, um, I'm not going to say pushed, but it's just been living within the spaces that are that I have that haven't seen much light, that haven't seen, that haven't partnered with our awareness or with our presence, or that we haven't um, had the capacity to journey into. And Aquarius is also a sign that desires a level of objectivity in its awareness. So Pluto stirs all this gorgeous underneath, underground um, emotion and then brings it into the known arena of consciousness, which is Aquarius, so that we may see it, so that we may be with it. It shakes it up from Capricorn, an earth sign, slower, more dense underground energy where Pluto has been since 2008, and brings it into air or ether, Aquarius, uh, quick, sharp, meeting with the infusion of new consciousness so that it may be transformed. Yet it is in this meeting too that it becomes even more obvious or that the the tension, I suppose, becomes even more obvious. Like bringing something slow next to something fast, the difference between them becomes magnified. Bringing something dark onto a white canvas, that contrast is highlighted. We are the holders of that contrast during this time the vessel, the home, the body for it, the channel for it to transmute. How can you allow yourself to feel safe and okay as contrast exists within you? Or even more than okay, 
How can you embrace your role within this human experience that is duality? For transformation to occur, for alchemy, healing, there are moments within that spheric cycle of healing that we require to be with the contrast and observe how it wants to be witnessed. If it wants to move or not quite yet, if it does, how it wants to move, how it wants to be channeled and expressed and the wisdom that's within it too. And so for me, it's within such profound shifts like this, where we're teetering on the edges of these era-defining moments, these era-defining energies, these highly contrasting and beginning and ending shifts. It's in these moments that spaciousness, that practices that support and nourish us, these are the most important. The things that hold you so that you can be with yourself. It can be especially tempting when there is that contrast present or when there is a lot of, I suppose, that the feeling of cracking open happening. It can be very, very tempting to avoid the spaces where we are completely with ourselves, where we have to be vulnerable, present, intimate with with what is present. It can be especially easy to avoid, to turn away from, to distract. And of course, we're in a time where it's so, so easy to distract ourselves. And this is, this is absolutely not coming from a, like, you have to meditate every day and you have to tick all the checkboxes of spiritual, psychological, wellness, new age person list every day. But I ask you, what is happening within you when you find yourself turning away from yourself? When you find yourself turning away from the things that you know support you, maybe your practices, journaling, meditation, time in nature, movement, creative expression, whatever it might be that brings you into intimacy with yourself and with the moment. What is happening within you when there is a part of you that is choosing to turn away from that? And we're in this sphere of Aquarius here. So these questions are never in like a shameful way. Aquarius holds an invitation to become almost like the researcher, the scientist. So again, it needs to hold a level of objectivity. One of my favorite things about the air signs, so Gemini, Libra, and Aquarius, is how they encourage and hold this space for curiosity. To place something in front of us and curiously explore it without it it, it needing to mean anything about our inherent worthiness or our lovability, our divinity, our magic as exactly who we are as an integral and needed part of this vast hum of existence, which is you. So if Aquarius is the, the researcher, the scientist, Pluto is like the psychologist. And so together we get to really peer deeply within to our psyche, our patterns, our fears, our inner narratives, the underground landscape within us, which then colors and shapes our experience of the landscape outside of us. There is much, much insight through curiously exploring, knowing that as we do so, We're going to touch into some really deep stuff. 
Yet while we do, we keep a certain space for that objectivity where we can go, ooh, yes, I've just landed into a space within me that doesn't believe I'm worthy of love, that doesn't believe I'm safe, that feels abandoned, whatever it might be. To know that there are those spaces within us that feel feel those things and many more things so very deeply where it is like truth, as in it's a real, real experience to feel unloved, to feel unworthy. It is absolutely real in the moment when you touch into a fear or you touch into a pattern or you touch into a wound. Yet to also know at the same time that it's not a capital T truth. So I'm feeling this way right now and I honor this very, very real experience and I'm with it. And simultaneously, I know that it is not true. It is, it is a hurt. It is a narrative. It is an emotion. It is an inner self that is calling out for, that is yearning for love. Aquarius offers that objectivity like, oh, wow, hello. I see a pattern coming up that has been poked at by this external experience that's happening. I know I'm not only reacting to this external experience because I'm feeling way more than what is relevant to this experience right now. We've all been there. Aquarius is where science meets spirituality, which is to say Aquarius is where patterns are noticed. Pluto is the psyche. Pluto is our underworld. The layers and spaces and currents deep from within. Pluto is also our unconscious. So this collaboration of these two incredible energies offers that plunge into our depth, into spaces and places within that are perhaps a little less traveled, a little less comfy, a little less celebrated. And then Aquarius offers this researcher, scientist, somewhat objective pattern-finding view for us to explore with. And so in this way, Pluto in Aquarius is an invitation presently but that we will be deepening into over these next 20 years is this liberation of the psyche, this exploration of the unconscious. Because not only is Aquarius this scientist seeking and finding patterns, Aquarius is freedom. Freedom to be the self. Freedom to be an empowered self. Freedom to go one's own way and do one's own thing. Individual freedom for collective freedom. It's liberation. And Pluto is power, empowerment. Together we're really exploring spaces within that we feel we hold no power, that we feel trapped, that we feel restricted. And we're exploring these places so that we may liberate ourselves, so that we may remember our power. Yet we're not only exploring those spaces within ourselves, we're also looking to the institutions, the structures, the collective beliefs, our relationships, to the spaces outside of us that have us believe that we hold no power. And we're beginning to question that. We're feeling the tensions and the undercurrents of the unseen dynamics going on beneath the surface and we're saying, "Mm, I don't think so. I don't think I want to be part of that dynamic. I hold my power. Isn't that so liberating to not only say, but embody the truth that I hold my own power? And that's what creates change. 
That's what creates the rumbles of the collective relational and structural change. A person who knows their power. A person who is so intimate with every space within themselves that tells them that every pattern, every fear, every narrative, every hurt that tells them or has them believe that they are powerless. Because when we create intimacy with those spaces, we are shown that they, more times than not, really mostly just need love. The fears, the hurts, the wounds. When we channel our own love into those spaces, they completely transform. When we channel love into the beliefs, narratives, that feel as if they hold a power over us, they completely transform and we completely transform. And then we move through the world differently. We emanate a different energy. We look to outside structures, both seen and unseen, and we know what we want to participate in, what we aren't interested in engaging in, and what we want to step into so that we can be the conduit of change in that space. Because we're already the embodiment of that change. We are already bringing that new or different way by standing in our power. And in that same way, Pluto in Aquarius is really about becoming our own authority, the authority of our mind, of our energy, our psyche, our body, but also the authority of our own lives as we interact with the structures, people, and life around us. If there is one word I would personally attach to Pluto in Aquarius, I think it would be empowerment. At least that's the invitation. And when the invitation is empowerment, We get to empowerment by first meeting and bringing deep transformation to all the spaces within ourselves that we feel powerless. I also think Pluto in Aquarius will be continuing to highlight and and make even bolder this invitation to come deeper into the body, especially as healers, as intuitives, as mystics, creatives, empaths, whatever you might relate to. Our role is in the body. And when we're accessing or attuning to such fine and subtle energy as we are when we're in the realm of Aquarius or opening up to higher consciousness, which this archetype invites us to, when we're in those spaces, we need to offer ourselves, our bodies, our minds, our narratives, our identities, a lot of space and opportunity to integrate that new energy. And for that to happen, for that integration to happen, we really need to be in our bodies, rooted into the earth, feeling the pulse of the earth, feeling the seasons and cycles and flow of our own bodies. And through that, we will become a stronger channel. We will have the capacity to be more light and express more light through us. And and by with light, I mean energy, information, creation, guidance, intuition, change. Because a thing about being a conduit of change is when we receive a direction or an image, whether you receive it intuitively or it's, it's offered to you by a reader or a healer of some kind, as soon as we bring it a potential into our conscious awareness, the probability of it becoming real, tangible, lived, strengthens like tenfold. As soon as it's seen, grasped, brought into our conscious awareness, that's when we can actually start collaborating with it in both seen and unseen ways, in both tangible and intangible ways, working with it, 
moving it through our bodies and letting it imbue, shape, and direct the decisions that we're making and the steps that we're taking. That's when we can start actually becoming it in our beingness so that we may, may emanate it into the world around us. So a part of our roles as intuitives, as as creatives, as healers, whatever you're either beginning to or perhaps are already very comfortably relating to, a part of our role is to be the conduit of this energy, of this gorgeous, um, incredibly powerful Pluto in Aquarius energy. And coming into the body is a foundational part in strengthening our intuitive awareness our sight, our seer capacities, and also actually working together in this partnership with the energies, with the potentials, with the guidance and the invitations of this transit and and a million others to actually make something real, physicalized, and to bring real change in the world, short-term and long-term. And so the more we land within the body, the more that we actually occupy the spaces of our body, bring all of our energy into ourselves, the more that we are present in our tangible experience, the more we have access to what is without, what is around us, the more we have access to the intangible. The more we come into the body, venture into the psyche, into the womb, into the underground belly of the self, the more we meet those future ideas, technologies, channeled visions, new frequencies. It's less about, I think, leaving the body to kind of travel up to these higher potentials or ideas and so much more about coming deeper into the body and discovering it all within there and creating more space as we venture through the body as well for new energy to come to come in and literally being like this tuning fork, like becoming new energies and then we're like little seeds planted into the earth. (laughs) Uh, Pluto is an immense force of energy. It really is. Pluto channels immense energy. And when it's in Aquarius, I feel this only heightens and quickens. And again, we're the channel for this energy. We are receiving and expressing it in our own way. And the symbolism of the water bearer is so beautiful to mention here. So Aquarius is the water bearer that pours new consciousness into the collective. If you don't know what I'm talking about, Google water bearer and you'll see the imagery. The vessel through which this being is pouring from is open both at the top and at the bottom. So it's literally pouring through. So there's a difference between holding an energy and channeling an energy. We bring it into our body so that it may seep into us, it may shift us, it may change us. And with that, we can then pour it forth into something. We allow that creative impulse of life, which is in in this water bearer example, consciousness, to move through us, through our hands, through our voice, through our creativity. When we're accessing this energy, we're here to bring it through into something. That is creation, right? When creation asks to be channeled into an idea or a vision and we begin to follow that, we only get access to even more of that energy. Creation is not finite, just like love and wisdom. When we share creation, when we share love, when we share wisdom, we get access to even more of it. So we are becoming 
conduits of higher Aquarian energies. Yet these higher energies cannot be separated and perhaps are no different to these deep, rich, immense, powerful and transformative energies of Pluto. Perhaps Pluto is a reminder that this collective field of possibility and information is actually no separate to the cosmos that lives inside of our bodies. I really do think it's going to be this divine paradox of the more that we're within, the more that we have access to without, or a deepening into the spaces where they're not actually separate. Our inner cosmos and the outer cosmos um, are inextricably one. There's something really rich there. Your body is like this treasure chest, this field of knowing and wisdom. And something else that I wanted to touch on following on from this invitation to come into the body where our wisdom is really experienced through being intimately with what lives within us beneath the surface, like the emotions and um, the currents living within us, moving within us, is that when we're connecting with outer planets, especially the transpersonal planets, so Uranus, Neptune and Pluto, We're also connecting with collective energy and beyond. The spaces of interdependence where we're all connected. With Uranus, it's like the connection of the the universal mind, the collective highway of ideas and information and potentials and collective evolution. With Neptune, it's those primordial waters from which we all emerged, where we were boundless and the separation between you and me completely melts and fuses and we remember that we're one and with Pluto it's so much about the collective unconscious the memories pains fears archetypes impulses hopes and shifts that are occurring on a collective level often beyond the surface of our conscious awareness the undercurrents of the collective psyche so to speak and then we have Aquarius a sign ruled by Uranus, and a zodiac that invites us to remember the channel through which our individual mind is plugged in to the collective mind, where who we be is very much a part of the evolution of the collective and beyond. So all to say, we have these energies of Pluto and Aquarius that are both very attuned to the spaces beyond the personal self beyond the personal identity, beyond the personal energy field. And so I just want to use this space as a reminder that on a personal level, you are not here to process the energies, emotions, and fears of anyone but you. As in, your body, your body is made up of your energy, your frequency, your emotions, your magic. And so while we're attuning to the collective and we are very much one in that space, we are very much a collective body experiencing these incredible transformative shifts. And when we're so attuned to that space of oneness, it can really pop us out of our own individual experience. And so I just invite you to be conscious of that. It's not about only becoming self and not one with all. It's about balancing that that very fine scale uh, or and or about finding a middle way where they can meet together and we can honor our duality that we are both in that sense 
So to be honoring that here in my life on the earth with my personal self and my desire and my unique path, there is a separation that makes all of this life and beauty possible. I am me, that person is that person. At this dimension of reality, this everyday living, this is a truth that we must honor. I don't forget that ultimately we are one. I honor that truth and I honor healthy separation that allows me to live the the life that I uniquely am here to live. And so I just wanted to add in this reminder that you inherently know how to be what is yours to be with. You inherently know how to process the emotions, the experiences, the hurts, the patterns that are yours. You inherently have the space for that as well. When these emotions, let's say, belong to another and we're trying to understand it and we're trying to digest it and and transform it, it's like trying to eat plastic. Like our bodies and our fields don't know how to break down, digest or get any nutrients from plastic. And it actually harms us in a way that it affects the capacity we have to actually break down, digest, get nutrients and wisdom from what is actually ours. And so while a beautiful invitation of not just this transit, but I think the entire experience of being a human presents us with is to honor and bring presence and love to our emotional experience. When an emotion, for example, isn't only ours, it has collective, familial and all other people's emotions and narratives and expectations and reactions mixed in with it, it can feel like it's more than we know how to be with. It's more than we can face. It's more than we have the capacity to feel. But when we clear away from that emotion in this example, any part of it that is not authentically our own, it becomes now this emotion that we not only do have the capacity to be with, but also within it holds wisdom and healing that is uniquely created for us, as if it's the perfect like herbal blend made specifically for our bodies. And there are so many directions we could go in while exploring Pluto and Aquarius. We could talk about technology, which um, I've seen around a lot. Uh, I also think a lot about technology marrying with psychology and healing technologies like frequency and sound technologies, the marriage of ancient and future templates of wisdom and science. We could explore conscious and unconscious coming together, which is, I think, a really big part of this next very long chapter. We could talk about the breaking down of outer structures and belief systems and, um, a lot of structures where there is authority over others. We could talk about the internet, about generational healing and transformation, humanitarianism, politics, medical advancements. There's so many directions that we could go in. And I think it's safe to say that this is a movement, a transit. And because it's so long, and also penetrating so deeply into the foundations of self and society. Pluto in Aquarius is an energy or transit that touches everything, transforming everything over these next 20 years. And I'm really grateful um, and excited that I get to not only observe it, to, you know, to understand 
the energetics of these these this planetary body and this archetype coming together but also that I get to be right in the middle of it just like you <laughs> I'm really grateful and I know that there is so much more about Pluto in Aquarius that that's going to be revealed and there is myriad infinite even ways in which it could actually manifest externally in this world that we're all a part of ways that I likely couldn't even think of and I just want to end with this as I've said Aquarius is a very quick energy maybe you've felt it over Aquarius season so uh, Jan 20 uh, um, continuing through now Aquarius is a very quick energy and so I think healing in the broadest sense especially for someone like you especially for you who is willing to be with yourself, present, intimate, you who is choosing to be in the spaces that support, untangle, bring awareness to all that exists within you that might be a little um, messy, hurtful, that might have us you know, reacting in ways that we don't especially love, whether we're doing it because we simply feel there is no other way and it's our path, whether we're doing it so that we can live with more joy, presence and purpose, or maybe we are engaging with this healing work, let's just call it, so that we can be the parents that we want to be for our children or the person that we want to be for our loved one, whatever it is. I think that people like you, when you are really choosing to, then healing change and transformation will begin to move very quickly. The transmutation of patterns and fears, the untangling of narratives and stories, your own healing experience, whatever that might look like, things will begin, I think, to shift even quicker for us in those spaces with the support of Pluto in Aquarius. So I will leave it there. Um, leave you with that to digest, <laughs> to play with, to leave behind what doesn't resonate. Um, and if you do want to learn more about Pluto or you do want to learn about more about Aquarius, not necessarily together, but the energies of both, we have some really beautiful astrology classes in our membership created both by myself and other astrologers on our team. And I would love to welcome you into that space but otherwise I hope you have the most beautiful day ahead I hope it is nourishing I hope you can be the person that you need in this moment whatever that might be sending so much love